Hey everybody, thanks for listening to episode 7 of the Side Pod. We missed a couple of weeks of posting due to some technical difficulties. Plus, we had the long break before Baku, but we seem to have gotten all that worked out. You will hear a kind of like low-quality audio for certain parts of the podcast, but part of it is due to we had a special guest. Waffles was on the podcast, our friend Waffles. He was in Miami this weekend. He gave us a live report of what's going on down there. He gave us some predictions of what he thinks is going to happen this weekend. And then we're going to bring him on next week to kind of review what his experience was down in Miami. We hope you enjoy what we got going on this week. We're always trying to bring the best content for our listeners, and that's why we did something special and got Waffles out there to Miami to kind of give us a first-hand account of what's going on down there. So enjoy, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Side Pod Podcast. Formula One. The Side Pod Podcast. Here's Pat. The first article that I see here is Williams driver Sargent says first race on home circuit in Miami, a big hurdle to climb. Do you see that one? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I didn't think about that. It is is, uh, Logan Sargent's first home race. Does that, like, play a, a part? Like, do we see Formula One drivers, like, perform better or worse because of the pressure, like, at places where they're from? Like, how does Max do in the in the home race? Crushes it every year. Okay. So, I mean, there maybe is some... It Maybe Max isn't the best example because he just crushes it everywhere he goes, but, like, Lewis, yeah. for those um, that are I think in... there is... I think you do have a bit of a... Comp, I don't know. Because it, it's a mix of, like, confidence, but also, like, nervousness. Because I feel like you almost have to show up for your home Grand Prix, you know? What would you say is the most, like, maybe popular or just the biggest American race? Right so, it was, since Miami, Miami only got introduced last year and Vegas this year, so that's hard to say. I think Miami got really popular just because of it's, uh, it's Miami. Yeah. Like, I don't know, it's just it's a big spectacle in the United States. Just it's, it's a party city, so people just naturally are going to gravitate toward it. Uh, the only problem with tradition, uh, Miami is for traditional F1 fans, it's a street circuit. And we hate, a lot of us hate, we have so many street circuits on the calendar, it's becoming a bit much. Um, and they had and a Vegas, Vegas, and Vegas also, also yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Coda in Austin is a dedicated track, and it always produces great racing. Like, for every category of racing it has. Like, Coda is considered one of the best tracks. And I personally love it, like, to race on it, to, to watch it, it's always really good. But it's not the most popular because it's not it's Vegas not the, or Miami. Yeah, it's not, the, it's not so, the appeal of the big city, Miami or Vegas, no. but it probably is I the best racing. Think, yeah, for traditional <clears throat> F1 fans and for, like, what it is, like, it, it's awesome Texas. Like, you, you think of, I, when I think of Texas, I still think of racing with, like, NASCAR and stuff. So... I don't know. It's just a, I think it's a very iconic race, but I think the other two just overshadow. I think Vegas is going to be the biggest race of the year. Wolf says Mercedes are 100% committed to putting pen to paper with Lewis in response to Leclerc rumors. We kind of talked about this. What were you uh, what were you telling me? Yeah, so I think we talked last night about Charles and uh, Lewis switching like mm-hmm. seats possibly. Uh, I think Mercedes and Total Wolf said that they were 100%, like I said, 100% committed to like having Lewis sign again. I think they I think they do want to stick with Lewis. Especially because Lewis gives them it's such a popularity boost for Mercedes to have Lewis. I feel like it'd be dumb for them to try to get rid of him. 
Yeah, and it also says that it looks like Charles said that he was fully committed to Ferrari as well. So every both sides are kind of squashing the rumors. I think the only mm-hmm. thing I could see is if if like they're not going to move on from Lewis, but if Lewis were to retire and there's an open spot over there, like just because you say you're fully committed to Ferrari, you're saying that because you're not trying to take an open spot. But if the spot is just open, like I would definitely probably be oh, you more down. willing to listen. You know. Mm-hmm. You can't. You wouldn't just turn that down if it was just like readily available to you, just yeah. being, being handed to you. Yeah. So Baku shootout and the race itself. Tell us how, tell yeah, us how um, it went down. Yep. Yeah. So Sergio had a killer weekend, winning both the sprint and the race. So he's actually he's absolutely killing it. People, like he's on the projection of. I mean, he's P2 right now in the standings, right behind Max. Only, like, a couple points separating them, so that was a big weekend for him. Another big disappointing weekend for Nick DeVries. Crazy that he's, like, this multi-series driver, won the Formula E championship, raced last year in Monza. He hasn't done anything this year. Hmm. He's, I think he's, like, crashed, like, two or three of the races this year. So, crazy him Do you think idea. that's just like rookie troubles? Because I mean, it seemed like he he's was not on a like, rookie though. Like he's, he, I mean, yeah. he is an F one, but like he's been driving open wheel cars and different like series for a long time. I'm just very. I mean, I know the car's not great. Just very surprised to see him. Yeah, that's what I was gonna so get much. to. Is that you were saying that he was a champion in other leagues and also scored mm-hmm. points last year. So it's like, what's the deal? What's given? Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Alpine. Another rough weekend. I mean, I don't know if you saw the incident at the end of Baku in the pit lane. Esteban Akan was pitting on the very last lap of the race, mm-hmm. and they were already setting up the pit lane for, like, the end of the race for, like, the top three to pull in and everything. Oh, shit. So he pulled in, and there were people standing in the pit lane, like, the fast lane when they drive, and he came within, like, a, a couple feet of, like, hitting people. It was hmm. crazy. Seriously, like, look it up right now. I'll send you a link of it. It is... When you see it, it's so bad. That's a big, like, oof on, like it, on it Baku. Because it's like, come on, guys, the race is still going in. Like, you know people put on soft tires to try to, like, get a fastest lap on the last lap. Like, why are you setting up before the race is even over? Yeah, like, I mean, they, they got out of the way just in time. But it is like, the, but, like they shouldn't people, be there. Like, okay, so, like, I'll send, you, I'll send you another video. If you look, they're, like, setting up, like, the gate already for the pit lane. And then they, like, move it. Like, this is bad. Like, there's so many people in the pit. Like, watching it live, I was like, what the f- What is going on? Like, yeah, like, at the end, the, the like, guy has that's to, a, like... That's still a racetrack. You are still... That, that is still a live race. Like, when they're in the pit lane, you're still going as fast as you can. Like, as fast as you are allowed to go. And there was, like, that one like, guy at the very end who had to, like, literally jump out of the way. That's why I'm saying. It's so... It's unacceptable. I know that nothing happened... But to have people on a racetrack during a live race, well, that's the type of stuff that'll like if they have if they ever look to like cull some races, like we start adding more, and they're like, "Look, we're gonna do a hard limit on a certain number." So like, if we're gonna add another one, we have to get rid of one. If I'm the Formula One gods, I'm like looking at that, saying like, "Well, they don't even have their stuff together. Like, why would we keep racing there?" I think Baku just extended their contract too, like literally. Yeah, is they that how just they do extended it? Extended their contract. They yeah, so you. you it's a contract that you get, and uh, they just did another three-year extension this year, so they're good until 2026, mm-hmm. and then that just happens. 
So it's cra and it's crazy to see like certain um, tracks still are on the calendar every year because I think we talked about this a little bit a couple days ago. Like just because they're historic, like Monaco, for example, great historic track. Modern F1 cars have no place on them. I would love to get taken off the calendar for two, three years, and see if they can make some changes to it to make it more accommodating for modern cars. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would rather it be taken off the taken off the calendar for two, three years, and bring it back in a better state than continue to watch this the one of the worst races of the year every year. So let's maybe just cover the the results of the races. So you said for how did the sprint finish? Kind of ended how you expected, Sergio. I believe it was Charles than Max. Okay. Because Max had that damage. He had, he had damage to his side pod. Oh yeah, that's right. Isn't that what um him and George got in some beef over? Yeah, they were fighting about that because George understeered into the side of him and left a big uh, hole in his side pod. There was a um an article that said they don't need to clear the air. So I think they basically are just agreeing to disagree. Yeah, 100%. Uh, the race itself was pretty boring, honestly. Uh, nothing really happened. It was very hard to overtake. Nico Hulkenberg, I believe, and Esteban Akon waited till like, the very end of pit. And people couldn't get around them, even with like being on the same tires for the whole race. Uh, hmm. So it was, it was a pretty boring race. It was good to see Checker win. But, um, yeah, I mean, seeing another... Red Bull one two, you know. Yeah, no one's really surprising. That. That's kind of chalk. Worked out the way you thought it would. Yeah, but hey, first podium for Charles. Yeah, that's it's it's a constant improvement. I mean, what I'm looking forward to next week is or this weekend is a is a top finish. Yeah, Number one. Exactly. I mean, you. I saw somebody else. It might have been one of the. It might have been like Pat or Tommy from the from from their thing, but somebody mm-hmm. tweeted that Charles DNF'd. For the same two races that um, Max DNF'd last year, and they were kind yeah, of alluding yeah. to like if this is the, if that's the like the secret to success, then we're about to see Charles go off on like a run. Absolutely pop off. Oh, well, and but here's the thing too, you know, like Miami's sort of a street circuit with tight walls and everything. Mm-hmm. Who says we don't see a battle between the top two? And maybe if you know if something happens, say they come together, Charles runs away with the scraps. Yeah, and that can kind of lead us into, like, what the re- weather reports we're seeing. We're going to have Waffles on later to get us live from the scene as he's in Miami. We got boots on the ground at the Side Pod podcast, but the right now, sure do. forecast is calling for rain on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, like, with what you said about maybe one and two are battling up top. The rain's going to play a part in that. Maybe it's a little slippery. Australia, that one was incredibly drama filled if we can get something in between like the drama of australia but not like the boringness of baku that'd be nice like i'd like a full like very full flow race maybe no like red flags but just just some drama yeah i would like to just not see i would just like to see something to get me a little get a little interested because right now it's uh it's what we expected it was yeah it went from australia was this crazy crazy race that baku was kind of like so Red Bull signed their chief technical officer, okay. uh, Adrian Newey. Okay. Yeah, Red Bull re-signed him for a multi-year contract. I'm gonna take a guess and say it's through like 2026 and beyond. But that means like the pinnacle of car design. 
Like, everyone knows who he is. That's a huge deal for Red Bull. You were telling me he's been around for a while, and, like, I figure if you've been around for 20-plus years with all the different, like, cars and changes they've made, like, that's... You're probably just good at your job, you know? He was making air, He was making cars back when Aaron Senna was racing. Like, he was making the cars that Aaron Senna was racing. He's been making cars forever. That's crazy. So he's... Yeah, he's... He's the man you want, and I think that with Red Bull having him, that'll help continue their dominance. Well, we have boots on the ground for the Miami GP. We're going to get into sort of our predictions and and what to expect this weekend. We got Waffles on scene in Miami. Waffles, what have you experienced so far? How's it looking down there? It's really nice so far. We have trucks going around on track, but for the most part, everybody's been gathered around here just for the experience. Yeah, just go around the track and explore. Practice hasn't quite started yet, but the atmosphere is already very, very passionate. Have you run into anybody famous yet? We're going to hope you Not yet, but we're going to see if we can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so funny knowing that he's actually over there, like, on the, in the track at Miami and everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's got to be, that's got to be pretty funny. It's probably, yeah. it's probably loud down there, too, honestly, even with FP1 starting, mm-hmm. like, it's probably loud and packed. Yeah, no, so, um, Waffles, what are your predictions for the weekend? I know that you're also a bit of a Red Bull fan, but do you see Max dominating as he has been all year? Or with this being more of a street circuit, do you think Checo has a chance with Max this this, uh, race? Well, if not miles ahead, still clearly ahead of Ferrari. But Red Bull won this track last year. It was Max Verstappen ahead of Leclerc, but this time I can definitely see Checo taking it. I mean, it's only a matter of mistakes can't predict the dnf from either either so i think either driver is gonna go either way right now no i agree 100 percent. i think this is like right right now i think checo is in his peak with red bull i think he's really getting the grips with the car i think he feels like he has a chance to have some title contention going on so i think he's really gonna be pushing um ryan how do you feel about ferrari coming this weekend after charles this guy's first podium of the of the year i told you yesterday i said i'm predicting a race where Max is not in the top three. I feel like it's just not his, like, street circuit that puts Sergio up there. You got Charles up there already kind of making, like, making strides this season, you know? So, like, it's, it only takes one other person to have a good day, and maybe, depending on the weather, we're hearing that there's going to be some rain. Mm-hmm. Maybe depending on the weather, like, I think it's all shaping up for to be a hard race for Max to kind of repeat a podium like he's been doing. No, I agree 100%. I do think the rain will play in a factor, considering they've... I think we had a little bit... If it if it's any more wet than it was last year, it'll be a completely new experience for the drivers, which should be interesting. I don't think it did, but even if it does this year, the, the drivers are only going to get to Sunday, and they're not really going to practice in the rain, so... Hmm. doesn't look like it'll rain for the Sunday, or Saturday, or the Friday. At the moment, right and sunny, but... We're thinking Red Bull's going to dominate. Ted's thinking Max is going to have some kind of issue. Or just finish fourth, you know, not maybe not podium. You know, I'm thinking, uh, what if uh, what if Alonso just suddenly pulls the cat out of the bag and just wins Miami? I mean, there's guys in the field who are, like, right there. He has, what, two long streaks? Three, maybe? You could, uh, three, if you want to count the pit straight. So, Aston Martin has, I don't, they didn't really have a car that suited the long streaks in Baku. That was more mm-hmm. of Ferrari expertise there, so... And how many DRS zones are in Miami? It's uh, There's three, isn't there? That'd be three. Yep. Yeah, so that's going to be huge for Red Bull because Red Bull's uh, current DRS 
uh, speed definitely. Like this, the speed they get from DRS compared to the rest of the field is absolutely insane. Waffles, have they advertised like anything else that you can do at the track during race weekend? Like, are you just walking around exploring, or do they have like little places set up for you to kind of like go do stuff at? I haven't gotten to look around all too much. We're right here by the store right now, but I've seen normal people going around on the trucks around the track, like the parade trucks. Yeah. So let's all get maybe our our top three. Alonzo wins, Sergio in second, Max in third. I'm going to go Sergio first, actually. Only because maybe he could still ride that Baku high. I'm going to say, I want to try and maybe say Charles second, only because of the long trades here. But then mm-hmm. Max would be third. Interesting. All right. Well, well, let's see what you have to yeah. say, Ted. Let's, I'm let's stick to it. my bold prediction. I'm going Sergio one, Charles two. And then Carlos three. So I, I I like how not a single person put Max as their first. I think this is the first week we've That's, had yeah. where no one put Max as the guaranteed winner. I think that after seeing Sergio dominate last weekend, people are put, having a little doubts in their mind that Max is going to absolutely run this run this uh, season. Listen, I saw some clips from part of my take this weekend. Mm-hmm. The they were talking to Checo and Max, and he said what he liked about Max is uh, he's a good loser. And I. <laughs> I think to say that, like, whenever Checo takes one and he takes two, he's not that upset, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a, that's a good thing to have is that, you know, when... Uh, but it's going to be interesting because every race we've had so far with them, they have not battled. If Every uh, every pass they've had has been something hit-related or, like, we have not... This year, we have yet to see them battle, and I really want to see them battle. Yeah, that'd be fun. It's going to make for the most entertaining part of the year so far. The, the, the when they f- the first fight they have on track between the two of them is going to be the most interesting thing we see of the year so far. 